This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. The sun is shining here in Los Angeles, but the smoke is still around. We're uh, live in L.A. Uh, the fires are still burning, um, but we still came into studio to record the podcast today. We're uh, thinking about our hearts are with everybody um, around the Malibu, Thousand Oaks area that uh, are dealing with the fires. And, and also in Northern California right now, I, just catching up today, Paradise, uh, California has been struck hard. So bad. Uh, last reports are 125 people are missing. I, know. I cannot imagine. Um, it really is just an incredible, incredible image to, to think about as, as fires whipping through your neighborhood. So, um, with that, we are in LA. Uh, we have a, a big podcast for you. Uh, to start this thing out, I want to just give you guys a little teaser. Uh, for the people out there listening, I know you love The Bachelor. You would not listen to this podcast, I don't think, unless you did. Uh, have you ever asked yourself, I want to know the behind the scenes of The Bachelor? Every person who watches does. Have you ever asked yourself, <laughs> I want to get to know these characters outside of the show just a little bit better? Everybody does. <laughs> have you ever asked yourself, where are they now with some of these beloved people from The Bachelor? Of course. Well, we have a very special project in the works uh, with the Almost Famous podcast. A little tease. Today, we talked with Ari and Lauren. So make sure you look out on your thread soon for this very special, special series coming out underneath the Almost Famous name. Are we making Almost Famous famous? Is that? Can we say that yet? No? Am I just living in my own dream world, you think? I don't know. I like to, let's say humble, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm really excited for this new new um, project we're working on. I think it's going to be big. I think it's going to be fun. Speaking of projects, uh, Peter Kurowski from uh, Rachel's season of The Bachelor has been spotted recently on television once again. Uh, Peter is famously quoted as saying that he's not going to go back on The Bachelor franchise. However, he has been spotted in a series with I don't even the, it's on E the E's what's it called? called Total Total Bellas Total Bellas what and is that Nikki Bella was engaged to John Cena and they had like an on again on again off again relationship for about the past year uh-huh. and now it looks like in the new season in which the long extended trailer for the season premiered last night during the um, Choice Awards seems as if she's going on a date with Peter. What are your thoughts on this? I don't know. I think it's just interesting that, Pete, like, amongst like our circle, we all know that Peter seemed um, kind of resistant to do another Bachelor show. It's just interesting that he would choose to do um, a new show. I, you know what I think is the most interesting thing here mm-hmm. is this, then this like the Bella when we get in the the update. She dated John Cena, correct? How do you follow that up? <laughs> like honestly, I mean, John Cena not only is a very attractive man, but he has muscles growing out of his ears. <laughs> He's very intimidating. Yeah, I <laughs> he's would agree. a guy crush. Like guys get John Cena. So how does P- I mean Peter's confidence has got to be on an all time. Like I've never met a man with more confidence if he can follow up John Cena and think that he has something that John Cena doesn't. Not saying he doesn't. I, I don't know Peter <laughs> that well. I'm just saying that I am shocked that any man um, could follow that up, especially Peter K. For her, I mean, what's she thinking? <laughs> I mean, she goes from John Cena from a, to a guy from The Bachelorette. I mean, it's, Peter, you've always had a thing for Peter. What? I'm an engaged woman. You okay. mean? I, I, you mean like I thought Peter was hot a year and a half ago? Sure, every girl thought Peter was hot a year and a half yeah. ago. Okay, Fair. that's all. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Not trying to ruin anything here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I get it. Peter's good looking. He's a stud. 
Check them out on uh, the next season of, what is it? Total Bellas. Total Bellas. I don't even get Maybe that he'll come on the podcast and talk about it. He doesn't love coming on the podcast. No, he doesn't. Well, I get it. Um, next Bachelor news. The Bachelor house has been struck by the fires that we're talking about. We don't have any details yet. No, We've we dug really deep this morning. We've been working hard on figuring out what is the status of the Bachelor mansion. We do know that the lower house where production is housed and kind of the production goes on is, is definitely uh, badly damaged. The yeah. the upper house, we don't know any details on yet. No, it, it hit the production room and seemingly the pool area. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we, we don't really know. But it's so it's like beyond words. It's like so weird because it's a place that houses Bun not intended. So many feelings for all of us yeah. and memories. And and it's a house, you guys, to a family, a very, very lovely family. Marshall Harden, who has been here on the podcast before, and his family lived there. And he has four kids. They live there about 10 months out of the year. They only shoot there for a total of four weeks Yeah, every year. So. Yeah, they move out. Yeah. The Bachelor moves in, and then they watch it on TV. It is kind of crazy for a lot of reasons to think about the Bachelor Mansion because it, it's almost like a dreamland, mm-hmm. especially when you're there and you're filming and then you watch it on TV. You feel like it's a place that's untouchable. Yeah. And I think this scenario in itself has kind of, for me at least personally, um, woke me up to the idea that, you know, the Bachelor, again, like real world has crossed into this kind of fairy tale land that we operate yes, on the Bachelor. Yes, exactly. It's like you feel like it's untouchable because mm-hmm. you actually think it's like some enchanted palace. Yeah. But it's not. It's totally mm. destructive. It feels like it when, when you're there, though. I mean, like, I remember even filming Ash, and there's those, like, big old fruits hanging from the yes, trees. And you're yes. like, this is magical. This is paradise. And then you hear that it's it's been struck by the fires. And, and you know, the Bachelor Mansion isn't the only one um, touched by the fires. We've seen stars on social media kind of Miley's reach out. Miley's house is Miley's gone. house. Uh, I know you have some friends that you, you've seen on social communicating, you know, helping to save the animals. And, yeah. Um, it's been a wild ride. Again, uh, it's it's very uh, what is it? Uh, maybe not, not humbling, but it's it's surreal. Super surreal. Whenever and, I think of the house, my first thought is like two days after being there, being in the pool and watching the sunset through the mountains, and just being mm. like, "This place is heaven on earth." Like I need my family to mm. come see it. And actually, when my mom was visiting in August, Marshall had my mom over to the house, and so no she way. could like, get a tour and stuff. Yeah, that's super nice of him. I know. I need that hookup. Look at you, Ash. People love you everywhere. Speaking of things we love, um, we love BioClarity. We always have. We always will. <laughs> so, uh, Ashley, you have a big, big deal coming up. Do you see this zit all on my chin, though? I really need to put some BioClarity. You don't pop your zits, huh? No, I don't. I I'm know. letting it hang there until it do- nature does its own thing. Oh, you need some help, though, yeah. uh, Ash. <laughs> How can our listeners get some help? With BioClarity. BioClarity is amazing. It's a gentle skincare line that helps you get glowing skin naturally, and it's 100% vegan and cruelty-free. I've even kind of seen Jared sneaking in and using some of my product, Mm -hmm. and I need to put some immediately on my chin. With fall in the air, it's been so windy and dry, and that really like cuts up my skin. It always looks best in the summer by nature, so you have to sometimes take a few extra steps once it gets a little bit colder outside. And BioClarity's Essential Routine is going to help you with that. It's a three-step system where you're going to cleanse, restore, and hydrate. And it contains hydrating plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, olive and shea butters, plus Floralux, which is from chlorophyll. All those things are really going to hydrate and 
calm your skin. I love anything that's going to just soothe out all the redness. What I like to do is think about BioClarity like green juice for your face because it detoxes and rebalances your skin. And it's also delivered straight to your door and it's very easy to use. You just go to BioClarity.com. You can get started there with healthier skin habits. Our listeners are going to get their first month for 50% off a routine. Plus shipping is free. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter our code, which is FAMOUS. That's BioClarity.com, and enter the code FAMOUS. I pop my own zits. I know you do. I mean, you're a skincare freak, but that's like the number one thing you're not supposed to do. I didn't know that. I feel like every time I- You don't know that. I I mean, I don't believe it. I take a little pin, I put it in the middle. I know. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. This one may be ready for a little needle, I'll Mm -hmm. be honest, but it will just fill right back up again. Really? Yeah. Yours don't fill back up? Well, I go from the bottom. I kind of want to make sure everything gets out of there. Oh, Oh, so you really get the root We got some emails about that last time we talked about that. People got real into that. I mean, really, really. (laughs) That's why like Dr. Pimple Popper and those people are so popular because I think there's so many of people people like me out there who thrive on that stuff it feels like you're getting something done when mm. you see that, that accomplishment you. yeah accomplishment uh ashley yeah you're a big deal speaking of big deal last night you had a major event happen in your life yeah i mean massive like this is not something just to be like i know today you get to do a lot of cool things and i know and kind of how your world operates um, you're always around really cool people that you've probably looked up to for a while. I mean, we've had one of the Backstreet Boys actually on this podcast, but you didn't just meet one Backstreet Boy. Ashley, what happened? Well, I've met them now a couple times. I like to call oh. ourselves, what I like to say, okay, we're acquaintances. We're acquaintances. <laughs> I would say that AJ might be a quend at this point. A quend is my expression for an acquaintance, somewhere in between an acquaintance and a friend. Quend, okay. He was here on the podcast. And I think it was like the seventh time I met them, I counted. So they're familiar with me and they're not not in a freaky way. They invited they invited me and Becca up on a, on the stage about two years ago. And now this weekend, Jared and I got to join them as they sang Shape of My Heart uh-huh. in Vegas, at their Vegas residency. And it was the coolest experience ever. And the night before, I actually did an interview with them for Live Nation, and that will drop on Wednesday. Was it surreal? I mean, what was that like? I mean, that is the coolest, coolest thing ever. I mean, it's just two different types of surreal. Jared just was out of his mind, yeah. and you can see it on the Insta story, and I saved it, so it's like, it's, it's on my slide, you know, my permanent mm-hmm. profile, so you can go back and watch Jared's reactions. But it was surreal, because he was like the little chubby kid, who used to listen to Backstreet Boys with his mom and sister in the car. Uh, And then all of a sudden, Nick Carter's high-fiving him. AJ's pulling him on the stage. He lost it. And I mean, yeah, it's it's just the coolest thing ever. It's what you always wish. I was the girl that I always wished I could be when I was younger, watching them pull girls up on the stage. And to do the interview with them, I loved that I got to just sit down and talk to them for 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah, I had a whole 30 minutes. It wasn't just like a red carpet interview where it was, you know, you get three minutes yeah. and done. You guys are quids. Yeah, we're quins. Quids. Quins. 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 That's what we're calling this. It, Jared was a little chubby kid, wasn't he? Yeah. Anybody yeah. can go back and look at the pictures. They're out there. Yeah, he's a little chubby kid. That's who, awesome. Who I knew want... all those points were under there? Well, he's you know? unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it was such a cool video to see because you can tell you're both dancing, you're smiling, you're kissing. I mean, Jared is 
jacked. Well, he, you're handling yourself fine. I know because now I'm like jaded. It's like I've met them a number of times. So uh-huh. now it's like really cool. But I love sharing the experience with him and my other friends. They are so nice. But Jared, Jared was meant to be in a boy band. You know that he's always wanted to do a little recreation with you guys. I think we should. I think you totally should. But you need, oh my God, could you imagine? The shape of my heart. We all know that you need a little vocal training, but your dance moves, you got the choreography I down. Do. You should lead that. Yeah, we're going to actually, uh, teasing about dance moves, uh, we're going to roll right in here. One thing that I always wanted to do, I never got to do, was dancing with the stars. Mm. So Kendall, the, the partner... Of the semifinalist, Joe, from Bachelor in Paradise, is on the line now. Kendall, welcome oh, to Almost Famous Podcast. You, we don't want to refer to you as the partner of Joe. Joe <laughs> seems like the partner of you. But to just get this thing started, I mean, this is a big deal, uh, especially right away in a relationship. What has this whole journey been like for you? Yeah, it's been pretty insane. We have kind of jumped from show to show. And um, it's been great because he's been able to stay in L.A., and we've been able to kind of practice the dances together and uh, live together here. So honestly, Dance to the Stars have kind of kept us in the same city, which is really amazing. That was their point. That's what Chris Harrison said when he offered him that role. He said, I want to do something to put you guys together for as long as possible so you don't have to deal with that long-distance relationship. And here we are. Joe <laughs> is in the semifinals, which Unbelievable. no one have ever really thought. And when we talked to him about a month ago... It seems like the poor guy didn't want to be there anymore, but he's chugged along. Yeah, I don't think he thought he was going to be in the semifinals either, but um, he absolutely loved it. I mean, loved it because everyone's so nice, and he's really actually learning a lot with dancing. Like, I have never seen Joe dance as much as he does now after he's kind of been practicing with Jenna, and uh, I, I love it. He's, like, going out and dancing, <laughs> which is something I never thought I'd see. The fan vote is for real. It's strong. It is for real. Definitely. I mean, and, and I think it's a compliment to to you and Joe both because, let's be honest, Joe isn't the best dancer this show's ever seen. He's not getting the best scores that they've ever seen. Yeah. But the fan vote, I mean, that's almost as much of a compliment in itself that the fan vote, vote continues to bring him on week by week. You guys are loved. Do you feel that? Yeah. You know, it feels really good because I know that he puts a lot of work into it. And he's not naturally a dancer. It's not really his thing. But um, I think he is trying really hard. He does want to be there. He's just incredibly nervous to go out there and dance in front of everybody, everybody, which is something that, you know, I would have a really hard time with, too. But, um, yeah, it's something that's completely unexpected. But, I mean, I'm happy you're here. Kendall, we haven't seen you dance yet Mm -hmm. with him on Dancing with the Star. Is that going to be something that comes up this week? Um, no, yes. not that I'm aware of, but, um, you know what, maybe I'll do a little freestyle or something if he wins. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, but, um, yeah, he's the one that's kind of the dancer now. He's the one that's, uh, turning me around. Like, when we're in the kitchen, he actually goes for it, Ooh. and, you know, I'm impressed. Ooh, I'm romantic. Impressed. I know, he is. He's actually getting really romantic on the show, which Aww. is hilarious. I absolutely love it. I, I think it's, uh... It's awesome to see that, you know, his body has even changed, too. I mean, like, I, we saw it with Nick Vile. But these people lose so much weight yeah. during yeah. this whole thing. Like, you can tell they work really oh, hard. Yeah. He's completely toned. It's so insane. It's like, And all the dancers, too, they have insanely amazing bodies. They have just so much control over every part of themselves, which is really 
really admirable. I'm I'm inspired. I feel like Thanksgiving is coming and Christmas is coming, and I'm just like over here, like watching everyone get in incredible shape shape on the show. So, so I mean, <laughs> it's really funny. And the crazy part too is, I mean, we I feel like we talked to Joe forever ago, and this thing was just starting. Doesn't this show lasts like so long, mm-hmm. Kendall. Yeah. As the show's been going on, and Joe's been busy, obviously doing his thing. You're going to his shows every once in a while and stuff. What is what has kept you busy? Like, what does life look like for you right now? Um, so right now, I mean, I live in LA, so I'm kind of just doing normal work stuff in LA. But I've actually been doing a lot of projects with Joe. We've been filming a lot, doing you know our YouTube show and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so I mean, this is my hometown. I have all my friends and family here, so he's the one that's kind of dancing every single day and doing that but yeah (laughs) i mean how often are you going to practice right now um i don't go to too many practices this is like crunch time so i try to kind of let him do his thing with practice and then afterwards he'll as soon as he comes home from practice he comes in he's like all right so this is what i kind of need to figure out and he'll come in and we'll be in the kitchen he'll start kind of like going through the booth with me and just kind of talking about it and almost teaching me Mm. and it's a way for him to remember more so i think that's so, adorable. Yeah. I'll so you guys are kind of living together. I know that you have your own place here, but he also now has his place out by the dancing studio. So are you predominantly living there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely pretty much living with him in uh in the place where he's put up with Dancing the Stars now. And uh it's nice. It's like really nice to be able to kind of actually live together and go for it with our relationship. And I mean, it moves so fast in a way. But it doesn't really feel like there's a lot of pressure. It just feels like we're having fun and just kind of laughing at everything. How's his nerves? I mean, he was so nervous that first couple Oh, of yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, okay, in the beginning, it was insane how nervous he would get. He would pace, like, constantly. I can see him, you know, like, hitting his hands, like, fiddling uh-huh. a lot. But now he's a lot more chill. Like, he, he does get nervous still, but definitely not anything compared to the first couple weeks. I think he's slowly kind of gotten used to having to dance in front of millions of people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which what, is hard to get used to. What I mean. a daunting, daunting idea! I mean, <laughs> yeah, absolutely incredible. He's never had any experience with it. Like, holy cow! I, uh, but, I couldn't um, imagine. I, I really wanted to do the show, um, but should. well, I think I would freak out. I think I'd be more nervous than Joe. No, you okay, wouldn't. Oh, I don't think I could do it. If Joe can do it, I feel like you can do it. Joe would never choose to dance in public, whether he was no. in front of five uh. people in a club or or a huge crowd. You choose to dance in front of people. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess that is true. You're one step ahead already. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, my hips come out, and it's bad. Uh, right? Kendall, as we've uh, mentioned, America loves you guys. Um, they're totally behind you. They've proven it now through their vote, which is how, I mean... We do things in this country. Yeah. Um, Kendall, how is your relationship with Joe? Everybody's wondering. You know, you guys seem happy. You know, we left. We uh, last saw you kind of coming off of paradise. It was a little rocky. But now you guys are together. You're living together. Can you give everybody an update of where you're at? Yeah. I mean, I think him living in L.A. has definitely made us incredibly, like, a lot more close. Just because we can see each other every day. And, you know... He met my family. I've met his family now. So it's definitely getting a lot more serious in that way. And um, we're technically kind of living together now, but we're trying to make plans for after Dancing with the Stars and where we want to end up living together after the show ends because his Mm. apartment leaves after the show ends. So we're thinking of doing some traveling, kind of more so actually exploring each other like while getting out of the country or out of the state. And um, yeah, we're kind of just, I'm just excited to move forward, excited to you know, 
be done with the show so we can able so we're able to enjoy each other more, you know, and explore more of the world together. <laughs> so you're saying that you're not necessarily going to get a place together, but he's also not necessarily going to go back to Chicago. I mean, that's definitely an option is to move in together. I think we've started to look at places that we might be interested in like and different locations. So it's definitely something we're interested in. I mean, there's a lot of things that are kind of up in the air right now and that are going to be happening with us. So we're excited about what could potentially be happening in the future and where that will lead us. I cannot imagine what that's going to be. We're pumped yeah. for it. We're going to be watching it. I guarantee you we'll be talking about whatever updates there are in your life. We'll be talking about them here on the Almost Famous Podcast. Kendall, if you like us, you give us uh, the sneak peek before it ever happens. So once we hang up the phone here, just give us a call back. Say this is what's happening in Joe and I's life coming up. We'll make sure to break the news, okay? Yeah, we'll give you a little, I'll give you a little rundown. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank Kendall, you. thank you so much for coming on. Thank of you. You know, we, a ton of Instagram videos of, of Joe and Kendall here oh, yeah. recently. Yeah. There was one yesterday I was watching. I don't know what they're promoting. Something. They're looking cute and fit and like a happy little couple mm-hmm. in their bed, um, which is always interesting to me. I feel very um, close to people when they Instagram from their, their bed sheets. I noticed their bed sheets look soft, but they didn't look that soft. You want to get them a gift? I want to get them a gift. Because you know a place that's better. I know, better a, place. I know a place. You're right. Ashley, you're, you're reading my mind. <laughs> Bull and Branch. Bull and Branch makes the softest, most comfortable, 100% organic cotton sheets you will ever sleep on. They only sell to you online at bullandbranch.com, so their sheets cost less than half of the designer brands and are twice the quality. You can try them for a whole month. If they are not the most comfortable sheets you've ever slept on or any other way you want to test drive your sheets, send them back for a refund. That's crazy. No risk means no reason not to try them. Plus, you'll get $50 off your first set of sheets at bullandbranch.com. Promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS for $50 off your first set of sheets. Bullandbranch.com. Promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Kendall and Joe I hope you enjoy your your bull and branch. Yeah, because if presidents can sleep on them, so can Kendall and Joe. I don't know, man. Joe's a big deal right now. I think that's huge. <laughs> he's like up there with the president. I, I feel like he's doing well. I mean, it's just a crazy thing to think about. This guy eliminated night one of The Bachelor. At, eliminated night one, goes on Paradise, meets a girl like Kendall, falls in love, obviously is likable, but isn't is the most charismatic figure we've ever seen, but is likable. Everybody loves him. He goes on Dance with the Stars, and now he's in the top five. I think I heard if he wins or go, moves on, he will move on to be the farthest person ever from the Bachelor franchise on Dance with the Stars. No way. Also, probably the person that went the farthest with the lowest scores from the judges. I mean, he has the lowest scores in history of Dance with the Stars. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the guy has not gotten a score. I don't think he's gotten, like, good scores yet. I don't think yet. he's gotten, like, anything above a seven, right? No. He's not He's not a great dancer, but a very likable person, and yeah. the fans continue to vote. It's, it, it is crazy. I mean, here's the crazy part, and this is no hit to Joe. I, uh, I try to keep up with as much as I can just yeah. to prep for this, and I remember I, I Googled Joe's name last week, and one of the headlines was, fans are furious. I know. Over the elimination like, of somebody and that Joe stays on. like fan- Dancing with the Stars fans, yeah. not Bachelor fans, are so mad. It's kind of like when I used to be obsessed with American Idol and people like Sanjaya would get so oh, yeah. far because like they were cute him. and likable and the teeny bopper crowd loved them, mm-hmm. but like they didn't have the, the talent to stay. 
So it's, it's kind of like yeah. that's what happens sometime when there's like Riding. a really cute boy with a nice <laughs> smile. Yeah. Good for Joe. We got to like Joe. Speaking of cute boys, Jared uh, and you are living together. You just added an addition to your family. We got another little puppy. <laughs> Let's see, how just, many do you have now? Well, amongst the whole family, like I kind of consider all of our dogs our dogs. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gurgi is the only one that lives with us here in LA. Pause. What is Gurgi? What, what, <laughs> what, what is Gurgi? Gurgi is a name of a character from. Um, Darn it. What is the name? The Black Cauldron. It was a Disney movie made, I think, in the 70s. Okay. And he was the, like the very sympathetic side character. Yeah. And when he had the haircut that we got him with when we initially got him and he was all raggedy, my sister's boyfriend looked, it was like, he looks exactly like Gurgi. And that name really stuck. So Gurgi's been living with us here in LA since we adopted him almost two years ago. I feel like I can't say Gurgi without like getting saliva stuck in my throat. Like, Gurgi. Gurgi. <laughs> the Gurgs. Uh, and then Jared has Clark, who lives at home. He's 25 pounds, so he's a little bit heavy to go back and forth between LA as much as we do with Gurgi. Because Gurgi goes on planes like once a month. Okay. He's like nine pounds. He just goes back and forth. Uh, so Clark with Jared's parents' dogs, which is Brady, of course, named after Tom Brady and yeah. Rocky, all live in Rhode Island. And then we have Ethel, who lives in Virginia with my parents. Okay. And I adopted Ethel uh, two years ago, and but she immediately went to go live with my parents. Like she was meant to be with them. So, so you adopted that's the Gurgi. Oh, cute. Yeah, yeah cute I know. Dog. Mark is holding up a picture of Gurgi. Yeah, that is the a cute Black dog. Cauldron Gurgi, not yeah. the dog Gurgi. Yeah, he sacrifices himself in the movie. It's called Gurgi's Sacrifice. If you want to look it up on YouTube, it that makes me cry. Sad. Oh, yeah. and, but, he, and and he's just the one. Like he's a dog to look up to. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's funny. I could imagine this with your family. You adopt a dog and you give it right to your parents. And your parents are probably thrilled, right? Well, so my parents. So when we when we have Lois now, well, mm-hmm. this is Lois Lois Lane because you know Jared has Clark, <laughs> and we do all of our dogs in couples because we had a Lucy, my angel dog in heaven, who will always be the closest to my heart. Yeah. She passed away almost three years ago, and then we got Ethel. She was her predecessor, Ethel. Do you like you Ethel? Know, Lucy Ethel. Ethel is the most fantastic dog I, ever. I wasn't questioning that. I was just asking. She's fantastic. Holy She's cow. an angel on earth. Okay, anyway, so with <laughs> Lois, our other dog, Tiki, yeah. passed away in June, mm-hmm. the day before Jared and I got engaged. And uh, my parents didn't tell me until a week afterward because they mm. didn't want me, you mm. know, be brought down. Anyway. So Lois may live with me and Jared, or she may be Tiki's replacement at home. The bottom line is the Iconetti house is going to have five dogs in it come Thanksgiving Day. That's insane. And that's when we're all going to make the decision on where Lois like finds her permanent home. But she is an Iconetti, an Iconetti slash Haven. Just whether she lives in L.A. or Virginia. We don't know yet. Yeah. Well, we'll wait and see. I'm excited. This is this is big news. I think uh, I think I saw uh, the this, family tree of dogs. Well, it is, and I think I saw this dog already on Us Weekly or something. Yeah, she was on Us Weekly. I mean, she killed it on the gram. She got a hundred and ten thousand likes. Holy She's cow. that cute. I've never. Did I show that. you the picture today? No. Let's look at this. Um, as you're pulling up the picture, I have pets in my house now too. Um, I just don't keep my pets alone around for very long. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that is a cute dog. Isn't oh, she the cutest thing you've ever seen? Yeah, she is. Uh, I, it's wintertime in, in Denver. I actually flew out this morning, and there were six inches of snow on the ground. And uh, I got a text. Uh, 
from somebody Six checking on my inches. house, and uh, there was a mouse in my house. It's the third of the winter. The last week, I have three mice. I wouldn't call it winter yet. It's November 12th. I mean, I'm getting snow. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's this best. isn't a good sign. The winter yeah. is when the mice come in, and I'm, I'm, I'm three in a week. I mean, this, is, this means that either they've been in my house for a lot longer than expected, or there is some type of entry into my house that I have yet to find. But the story is that I cannot have a dog. I might get a cat. I have mice somehow in my house. I mean, okay, here's a crazy thought. I'm gonna. I know somebody's out there not gonna be thrilled about this. Um, I found two dead in my basement, and I found three upstairs in a trap and, or like after eating something. Uh, they they were just laying there, so I don't know what they did. They, they could have been there for years, but my house is old. It's 100 years old. It sits in a great little neighborhood, but it's 100 years old. I think there's probably a crack, and so I don't in the house somewhere. So I don't think I'm gonna be able to stop this. But there is nothing weirder than just finding mice laying around your house. That's disgusting. And I won't poison them. I don't believe in the poison part. I don't like the poison thing. So what do you do when you find a living mouse in your house? So here's the thing, Mark. Here's the thing. I tried to be, and I, and I do hunt. I do uh, go deer hunting a couple times. Uh, I do enjoy, you know, the process of eating something. I feel like there is a, a little respect and, and responsibility that comes behind that. I, I'm not going to claim I don't. But with mice, it's a weird dilemma. I'm not going to eat them. And I've always said I'm never going to kill something I don't eat. <laughs> Um, and I don't eat them. So I bought these live traps. Mm. They don't work. Nothing about them Live works. traps? Never like caught it anything. It goes in there and then like yeah, closes and then, the door and there's an air holes or yeah, something? Yeah, and then I go and find it and I dump it outside or whatever. That's so nice. It's so nice. I never caught a one in it. <laughs> Not a one. You put so, a little piece of cheese yeah, in there? Yeah, something good. I got smoked Gouda. So then, <laughs> and then I bought the trap traps because I'm like, I'm not catching them and I know they're in here. Catch three in a week. So I'm at this point I'm giving them the option. I still have the live trap set up, and then I have the trap traps. And so if the, if they want to go into live trap, I'm more than happy to take them back outside and put them two miles plus from my house because that's what you have to do. If they want to go in the trap trap, that's what they're choosing to do. May God I, have mercy. On yeah, their souls. may God have mercy on their souls. I can't stop it. The truth is, it's mouse season. I'm not thrilled about it. I traveled too much. I'm going to come home sometime, and I just imagine there's going to be mice like. All over because once once they reproduce, they don't reproduce slowly. No, they're gonna be having a party. They'll place. have a party. Bad. <laughs> Bad. This is the funniest story you've ever told in the podcast. That you're not. giving the the mice a choice of life or death. I have to. I don't feel good about myself unless I do. Oh, I love that. You get the same food in each because otherwise. Yeah. So this is my mixture, guys. For anybody out there at, at listening, and if you have a mouse problem, if you disagree with my approach, please email us. I would love to hear you. It's uh, Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. I take smoked Gouda, not the bad smoked Gouda. You actually put Gouda in there? Yeah. Not yeah. like a piece of Kraft Singles? Ashley, if this is the last couple seconds of their life, <laughs> I want them to taste something really good. So it's smoked Ooh, Gouda. I love Gouda. Wrapped with a little bit of almond butter on top because I had a jar of almond butter originally. Um, and I started adding that to the top. And that's what they've been going after. And I've done it to both. And so, again, I'm giving them the equal rights, a decision that they can have on their own. And so far, the mouse have gone, gone the opposite direction of which I would prefer. I don't want to pick up a, a dead mouse. They're all going. They're all going to the trap. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, 
That's that's what I'm up to these that's days. A good story. I mean, when you ask me, story. Ashley, hey, tell me something exciting about your life right now. I'm like, well, I've, I've got three miles in my house. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> this brings up a question. Yeah. You want their last meal to be the smoked Gouda. You want something good on the way out. Mm-hmm. What would be your last meal Ooh. if you were on death row and could have anything you wanted to? I'm not sure why either one of you is on death row. Yeah. We don't have to get into that, but you are. Yeah. I love one these kind of questions. Meal, what would it be? I know it right now. Okay. It's, it's easy. So it's a kale and apple salad. Um, <laughs> you are kidding me. With almonds on top. Stop. It's it's terrific. With a bottle of red no, wine. No, 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 no. Mark. Mark. You're not having a salad for your last meal. And You're going to have a kale salad? It's not even like a cob salad? And a margarita pizza. Like a massive <laughs> okay. flat crust margarita pizza. And I'm I'm pounding it. But why the salad? Why? Because there's a flavor in it. Like there's a texture that I I, I really love. It's just my favorite. A margarita. Right. There's something about a margarita pizza, a kale and apple salad with little almonds, and this special dressing. There's an acorn. There's a restaurant in Denver that does it with a bottle of red wine. And every time I eat it, I go home with a big smile on my face. And I imagine if I'm leaving this world, I would want to have that same feeling. Wow. All, All right. right. Well, here we go. Well, what's dessert before we, before oh, we get to actually? Oh, this one's easy. Uh, strawberry rhubarb pie okay. with a, with a scoop of vanilla bean ice cream because right now if I drink if I have any eat any ice cream it's not looking good for me within an, within the hour. Yeah. But if I'm going out of this You're world, I might. Who cares? <laughs> I don't eat ice cream anymore. I want to no. go out. leave a mess. But that's <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm going out <laughs> screaming. Not your yeah, problem. Not my problem. <laughs> Already. Okay, Ashley. Uh, I would have so many Shake Shack burgers just slathered in the cheese sauce and all the cheese fries. And I'd have gallons of Coca Cola and then probably some orange soda. And then I'd also have, there's this place in Virginia called Jack Brown's. It's in my college town. I'd have those cheeseburgers too. As well as like some homemade tacos, because I find my homemade tacos with the crunchy crunchy shells. Yeah, the the crunchy (laughs) shells are my favorite. And uh, yeah, then there's this place in New Jersey called Kinchley's, and I'd have one of those pizzas as well. And then for dessert, chocolate cream chocolate cream pie and uh, a brownie sundae, and all the Reese's. Reese's, all the Reese's. I love peanut butter cups because you know you could eat two burgers and a pizza in a meal. We just don't because. It's not healthy. Oh, it would be like it's a, socially acceptable. <laughs> we could do it. All I want to do in life is have a meal and never f- and not feel guilty about it. Mm. I want to eat like shit and then not have to feel bad afterwards. I think that's your wedding night. Okay. Yeah. That's actually that's good. That's really good. You know what? The I feel like temptation, you know, people talk about temptation and like sex and stuff. I, I temptation <laughs> is food for me. Like that's I'm sorry, that's, Jared. <laughs> this he knows. I tell him this. I say, <laughs> I always talk about how food literally turns my sister and I on. Like, we are more, we get way more excited about food than, like, any other sort of, like, sinister thing. Like, I'm glutton. I'm gluttonous. That, that's my sinister I think we choice. just found that out. Um, <laughs> Ashley, you have a growing family. This... This was fun. I'm glad I'm going out with like a small flatbread pizza, a kale salad, and a glass of red wine. I don't buy that one. I don't like it. Um, before we bring our next guest in the line, Ashley's family is growing, as we've heard, and a lot of dogs, not many kids. At least we don't think so yet. It'd be great when she does, because this podcast rating will skyrocket. Um, but for now, Ashley's only taking pictures of the people that she loves in her life, and she's using FrameBridge to capture... Y'all. 
You love it. I love frame bridge. All right, tell us about it. We need to get a new framed picture of our little Lois Lane, and we also need to get some framed pictures of Jared's family in our apartment because when I set up all the pictures, Jared wasn't permanently living there. So I need to incorporate a lot more, and I'm going to do it all using FrameBridge. I have been raving about FrameBridge every time we talk about them because it is ridiculously easy and affordable to custom frame your favorite things, like jerseys. I probably should frame a Tom Brady jersey and put it on our wall for his birthday or Christmas, but we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, You could also frame some art prints, posters, or just photos from your phone. All you do is go to framebridge.com and upload the photo, and they'll send you packaging to safely mail your physical pieces, and you get to choose your favorite frame or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The expert team at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece straight to you or wherever you need it. Like like I was saying, I feel like I really need to frame some Patriots thing and put it on our wall and take down one of my pieces in our bedroom because Jared just wants to feel like it's his place too and that's a totally respectable thing. So you know I'm using FrameBridge for something Patriots come Christmas. And whatever the hell you want to frame, you can get it framed through FrameBridge. It starts at $39. It gets delivered in just days. All shipping is free, and that's pretty unheard of. Plus, our listeners are going to get 15% off of their first order at FrameBridge.com when they use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Again, that is FrameBridge.com, promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS, and you'll save an additional 15% off your first order. And it is a great holiday gift idea, so make sure you keep FrameBridge in mind. Do you have a guest room? We have a guest room. That might be the place for his Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the guest room is also the glam room. Oh, wow. So poor guy. Poor Jared. All That's my Packer he... stuff went to the yeah. guest room as soon as we got moved in together. Oh, yeah, I know. He had this picture of Christopher Reeve as Superman, and he was like, can I put this up? And I was like, it doesn't go with the decor. But that's what I should really do, just like Heard put that, that up before. for his birthday. Make one room. Just yeah. kind of I'll put it in like a girly silver frame, <laughs> and then it'll be his Superman. So he'll get a little bit of his, and I'll get a little bit of mine. Everybody wins. I don't think it's a fair deal. Uh, <laughs> next guest is somebody who we've spent time with on Winter Games. He isn't from this area of the country or this, this world, world. <laughs> this area of the world, but he's living in LA now doing big things. Courtney Dober. What's up, dude? Hey. What an entrance. What an entrance. That's probably the best one I've ever received. Yeah, you got a good voice, man. Courtney, I know no, this is the weirdest question. Yeah. But before we got you on the phone, we were talking about our last meal. And then it, it raised another question for me about alcohol, but I want to I want to talk about that after you tell us what your last meal is. I just ate a burrito. So is that <laughs> no, what no, you, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, I mean what your last meal would be if you were on death row. Oh, oh right. <laughs> what did you eat five minutes ago? That was uh, my last response. meal on death row. Sushi. Yeah. What kind? Give us details. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm really into salmon and avocado. Mm. Sushi rolls. Healthy. There's a really good one up the road, actually, that is salmon and avocado, and they throw some Philadelphia cheese in there as, as well, which is a nice little hint of creaminess. So mm. I'd probably go for a salmon avocado and uh, Philadelphia You've got real roll. L.A. on us here, Courtney. Yeah. Wow, you moved yeah. to L.A. Yeah, and you're really talking about salmon and avocado. <laughs> um, you were eating a lot of good food here recently. You and Dean... Uh, who yeah. met on Winter Games, uh, competed against each other on Winter yeah. Games. You just took a road trip together. Tell us about it. 
Yeah, um, well, had a had a love hate relationship, obviously, like like all contestants did on the Winter Games. You know, we, were, we all loved each other and uh, were competing against each other. So, uh, look, Ben and I have definitely become mates outside of uh, of that show. Uh, he lives, you know, only half an hour down the road from myself, so we've hung out a few times. which has been great. He's a good dude. Uh, and then we kind of both just share the same adventurous spirit, just wanting to get out in the weekend and and go and do something a little different. And uh, he. he He'd sort of commented on I'd been hiking by myself uh, a couple of weekends in a row, and um, he was like, "Dude, your next adventure, I'm coming. Like, I don't yeah. care where you go." And so I said, "Well, what? Let's, let's get a, an RV and um, I don't know, do a road trip somewhere." We decided on Mexico, uh, and we both like surfing, and so we thought we'd get, do the Baja Coast. And yeah, it was a great trip. We had a, a, an RV that we both we lived in for the ten days and um, did some surfing, some salt searching, um, some uh, some real romantic uh, adventuring, and um, it was a good time. I ate a lot of tacos. I actually ate tacos breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That was one of the one of the deals we had with each other was that we would not eat anything but tacos. We also had a deal that we wouldn't shower for the period of our mm. trip, which we stuck to as well. So we stunk. Uh, Did you like him? Do you like Dean, Courtney? I do. I love Dean. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Hey, Dean, what do you yeah. think of Courtney? He's the worst. <laughs> uh, we have Dean Ungler in studio as well. We want to bring these two guys on to talk about their man trip together. Dean, if you didn't hear, Courtney just gives a quick rundown of you guys not sharing together, eating a ridiculous amount of tacos, and staying in an RV all across Mexico. I mean, it sounds pretty tremendous. I mean, I was in heaven for the entire 10 days we were gone. We had a couple moments, too, where we were pretty fearful for our lives. I don't know if Courtney yeah. shared the story about us getting stuck in a riverbed. No, no, no I didn't. <laughs> we were looking for a spot to, to park the RV for the night. It was nighttime. We were in uh, ooh, San, for San, San Felipe. San Felipe. Mm-hmm. And we, we were like, should we go right or straight? And I say, turn right. And he turns right. And it was down a, uh, a washed out, dried up riverbed. Drove like 30 feet into it. Dug the tires into the sand. And we literally had to dig the RV out of the riverbed for the next four hours. It was pretty brutal. But yeah. Um, other than that, we actually had another, what was another story that we had that I can't well, remember? Well, out, out of the woodwork, I mean, the scariest part of that story really is just this Mexican dude who kind of came out of nowhere and just would, didn't speak a word of English and was like gesturing that he'll help us in uh, exchange for some cerveza. So we were like, oh, we got a couple of beers, why not? So we gave this dude some beers and uh, he proceeded to sort of pull branches off and um, stick them under the tires and really help nice us about an very hour. Helpful. Yeah, yeah, very helpful. But then? And, um, and then, of course, we had the windows open, it was hot, and uh, all our camera gear and phones and wallets and everything sitting everywhere all over the RV. And um, after we pushed the RV, once we thought we'd done enough to get this thing out and um, gave it a big heave-ho, uh, nothing happened. And I sort of turned to the guy to say, all right, well, you know, let's uh, try again. And he, he was gone. He just literally just vanished into thin air. Mm. And me and Dean were like quick check everything and nothing had been taken but this guy just vanished and then we thought that perhaps he'd come back with like you know possibly being like well they're stuck they can't go anywhere they've got all this gear and uh yeah so it was kind of uh, one of those moments well you just realized that the work that you guys were asking to do is absolutely ridiculous and i would leave too if i was trying to help two guys and like oh yeah thanks for your help i'll give you one beer you got two beers he had two beers i'll give you two (laughs) beers if you pull off a bunch of branches sticking underneath my rv and and three of us will push i'd be out there too i don't blame the guy he got off with a a free headlamp by the way courtney still on one of those he did he he ran off with the headlamp that's the least he could do what a nice guy i'm on his side 
You guys, I know this is super off topic, but I did want to bring up that alcohol question that I had earlier. Now that I have two, three guys on the line with me, Jared and I talk about this all the I I talk about this with my dad a lot, actually. He's like, you don't want like a drink? You don't want a beer? And I'm like, no, I don't want a beer, dad, because even though that's a nice, relaxing sense, you know, gives me, that's like relaxing, Mm. uh, it doesn't taste as good as Coke or any sort of other soda. So do you, Mm -hmm. you guys... Do you drink for the taste of it or just to get a little bit of a, a relaxation? It's mm, a good question. I don't ever, I'm, I never drink beer unless I'm like out with my friends. So yeah. I'm never like at mm-hmm. home on a Tuesday night watching Netflix drinking a beer. You're like trying to feel a little bit buzzed. That's the purpose yeah. of me drinking beer is to get a little bit buzzed. Yes. Right, same. Okay, same. See, I'm, I'm I would never opposite. drink it for taste. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the opposite. Granted, I do, uh, it does taste we do, in, in Australia, it's, it's one of those things when you clock off from the building site someone brings a case of cold beers and you sit there and you just have a couple of cold brews and it's bloody nice. For the mm. taste of it? For the taste of it, yeah. I'm also, I'm talking about wine too. Like, mm-hmm. wine is fine, but it doesn't taste as good as soda to me. Not everybody, not everybody likes it. Food. Yeah, I get it, Ash. Yeah, I know, yeah. You're just a pop, you're a pop person, you're a soda I mean, person. Soda tastes fine. so good. It does, good. but soda also has like 40 grams of sugar in it. I hand. know, yeah. I'm not saying, I know it's horrible yeah. for me. I'll be honest, I mean, last week, if you remember, I'd actually on the podcast said I had evil eyes when I drink bourbon. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think she likes that one, yeah, she she likes that one. I, I mean, I, I definitely, uh, I, I don't drink beer because my famous parasite, I can't process beer. Oh. And so, but I, <laughs> you know, the time that I had worms in my yeah. gut, um, yeah. I can't, and you so can't, now I didn't know you can drink beer. I don't know. I that. can't drink beer. So I do as of the age of 26. Yeah. I mean, I that did for a lot of my up. life. Huh. Yeah. I'm glad. I mean, how do you keep a stomach like this? If I was going to be drinking beer, that parasite did something. Yeah. Thanks. Parasite's the best thing that's ever happened to you. Courtney, real quick, before we let you go here, you came on winter games, uh, from somewhere far, far away. Uh, you fell in love on winter games. That is is yeah. no longer a relationship that exists. Am I correct? Well, romantically, what your romantically, of a relationship. Um, it depends on what your definition. Of romantic. All right. Well, let's, oh, okay. let's explain That's your. Funny. Let's explain your definition of a relationship. Yeah. Let's go into detail. No, look, look, <laughs> do you really want to go into detail? Yeah. So now uh, it's a friends with benefits situation. Uh, look, it's um, it's it's definitely gone from a romantic relationship uh, that I think both of us felt pressure from all areas of life, and and I think you guys know as well, coming off a, a show and a franchise um, like Bachelor, it's uh, there is a lot of pressure from from you know fans and whatnot, people just wanting to absolutely interject themselves into your life twenty four seven. Uh, and so I think we got a little bit of pressure from that, and I think it started to force both of us to kind of look into the future and, you know, my visa and her visa and her age and my age and what we were hoping and planning for the future. And we, we sort of came to this mutual agreement that it's probably best if we do break up, um, which we did. And then, look, since then, I don't know, since the, the expectations of a relationship has been completely and utterly removed and the pressure from the outside world has just completely dissipated, it's like... There's no pressure, and so now we find ourselves in this situation where we're, we're very good friends. Um, mm. We hang out probably more than we did when we were actually in a romantic oh, really? relationship. Yeah, and um, we just we we get along really. Like I don't know what it is. It's just this element of expectation.
kitchen that's been completely removed. And it's like, well, I'm not your boyfriend. You're not my girlfriend. I don't have to do that. You know, we're both leading very separate lives. Uh, and we're not looking into the future because we're not in a relationship. So we're just living in the present moment. And we're enjoying each other's company um, yeah, far more than I suppose I think we were previously. So it's a strange dynamic. And we found ourselves... You know, some you know there have been moments of romance. Uh, I'm not going to lie, especially to you guys. What do you mean? Um, oh, well, you know, we slept together since oh, we broke up. Okay, <laughs> thanks. That helps. Sure. Yeah. Well, you I know, don't know if we're talking so like hugging, candlelight ben, dinners, wines, ben, or what. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know you need this in black and white, Ben. So yeah. I'll give it to you. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for being um, so blunt. That's so foreign of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we don't. Yeah, we don't uh, muck around in Australia. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of it. So now we sort of it's it's at a funny stage. It's like, well, do we get back in a relationship? I think that's kind of the the thought process from Lily and I at the moment. We're like, we're almost like we're in a relationship again. This mm. is this is kind of and it did take a little while to get back to this stage that we're in. Uh, the relationship certainly isn't public, and I think, again, we've had multiple discussions about whether or not it would be a good idea because, again, she does have to leave in December. Uh, she uh, does know if she's coming back in the near future. My visa's just been extended for three years, so I'm here for the next three years. Uh, and then, again, if you look into the future, it's like, I want kids in the next four to five years. Mm-hmm. She is still very young, and she, that's probably a 10-year goal for her. So, yeah, it's a strange dynamic, but we are very, very, very good friends. Mm. That's so cool because when you came off the show, Courtney, uh, and I and and you you kind of I remember there's a picture right after your breakup, and then you guys were pictured together again. I commented something like, "Are you do you guys still kiss or something?" You said no, like friends can actually yeah. still hang out or something. I, I didn't know yeah. if you were mad at me or not, but that was <laughs> supposed to be a joke. Well, that, that was that was that was that was the truth of the time. As I said before, it sort of it took a little while for these things to progress. And yeah. uh, at first, we did just cut each other off romantically, like completely. We cut each other off altogether, you know. I think when you go through a breakup, you, we sort of spent a few days together and, and just digested everything. And then we said, all right, two weeks, let's just go our separate ways and see how we feel. And then I think it got about a week into that, and um, we just had to chat over the phone. And uh, then we hung out. We were like, oh, this is stupid. Let's just do what feels comfortable. And if you want to call me, call me. If you want to hang out, let's hang out. And, and we'll rub it, uglies, we'll rub uglies. Exactly. That's what, hey, you that expression is so gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but you yeah. really were, Courtney. I mean, coming off the show, uh, outside of everything else, I told Ashley, I said, there's one couple that I believe will be together. And not to put pressure mm. on you, I really I really love you and, and, and Lily, and I think you guys made a great couple. It was fun to watch. It was fun to be around the both of you. It was natural, and, and so yeah. I'm happy to hear that you guys are at least cordial. Who knows what the future holds? We're not here to put yeah. pressure on you. But hey, you. At, least you're, at least you're still enjoying the company of a really good person. Um, Courtney, yeah. it's been an honor to know you. Uh, Dean loves you. We love you here at iHeart. Uh, thank you for coming on the Almost Famous Podcast. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, you know how much I love all you guys. Um, Ashley, Ben, Dean. Uh, we got to hang out more. Yeah, Dean, call me I'm sometime. That sounds too long in Mexico. Let's just make that a short weekend trip from now on. Uh, <laughs> but Ben, I've got to come to Colorado. Yeah, man. Well, I miss you. Call me sometime. I wish yeah. you the best. Courtney Dover. Thanks, Thanks for coming on, Court. Bye. Thanks, guys. No worries. See you later. It's a guy that's almost famous, Corny Dober. Dean, can I can I leave now? <laughs> no, no, you're you. gonna sting for one more second. I got to tell you about something. Oh, okay. Um, well, first I got to tell you something. 
it's the you know it's holiday time. So oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to tell you. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, people, I had to. People need to go and find really awesome personalized gifts. Do you guys have any suggestions on what I can get my loved ones for the holidays? Yeah. I do. It's called the FabFitFun box. It's the oh. FabFitFun is a seasonal. I mean, this is seasonal. And if if this doesn't radiate seasons to you, snow is falling in Denver, the leaves are changing in Indiana, and Los Angeles is still like shiny song, and sunny. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value over $200. The winner box is available when? Now. So sign up now before they sell out. Trust me, you'll not want to miss this box. Dean, listen up. Stop playing around. They have skincare from Glam Glow, Kate Somerville, and Dr. Brandt. Fashion items from Bear Paw, Free People to Michael Stars, and my favorite... Beauty products <laughs> from, you're going to have to say these, Ash. Tarte, Moroccan oil, and Beauty Blender. And I've been using my Beauty Blender so much. Well, I can tell. It's so weird because um, Beauty Blender is such a popular item, and I've never really used it before, which is bizarre. But then I got it in my box, and I've been using it all the time, and I love it. So get a blending. Check out www.fatfitfun.com and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS so you can save $10 off your first box and making it only... $39.99. Again, that's fatfitfun.com and use the code almost famous. You know, you deserve to treat yourself. Well, Dean, before what you was go. That question? Yeah, well, you were going to ask Dean. Um, that was it. I was going to tell him oh about my. I was going to tell him I really <laughs> appreciate you guys telling me about FatFitFun because I am on high alert for something good to get my, my family members for Christmas. And now I have exactly just what I need. Yeah. Hey, Dean, before you go, you're going to head to uh, South America for a little bit. You're going to take a little break uh, from Los Angeles. I get it. You're heading to... You're my always old... taking a break from yeah. Los Angeles. My life is one big break. It is. <laughs> you're heading to my old hometown. Yes. Go Peru. I just found this out about Ben, actually, before recording today, that he lived in Peru for three months right after college. Yeah. Who the hell knew? I knew. Yeah. Did I you? worked at a zoo. I showed him pictures of me uh, being the zookeeper for some With bears. Bla four <laughs> black awesome. bears. And I've never been more envious of Ben in my life until that moment. Because I don't think you've ever been envious of me until that moment. Are you kidding me? Have you seen, did you look in the mirror this morning? Look at that face oh, of yours. Dean. Anyways, bears Dangerous. are my favorite animals of all time, and you got to <laughs> run around in a closure with them. It blows my mind. Yeah. But. Hey, Dean, be safe. Have fun. Don't do anything stupid. Uh, we love you. Hey, happy holidays, buddy. Okay, bye. All right. Um, well, Ben, before we leave, I want to talk to you about this past weekend. It was a big weekend for you. You had another big, generous event. But, like, mm -hmm. when... Don't you have generous events? Oh, I we've like pushed it hard this year. Yeah. Well, really hard. It's been a lot. I mean, it's every weekend right now. We did a 30,000 person show in Denver called uh, Outdoor Retail. It's the largest retail event. Um, not, that's boring and beside the point. But we had, listen to this. This is really cool. Every day for six days, we had 10 volunteers each day. So 60 people volunteered at our booth to serve coffee, to talk about the mission and the vision. Um, talking, answering questions. And again, this is the crazy part. Nobody comes up to me anymore about The Bachelor. You know what they come up to me about? The podcast. The podcast. It's wild. Everybody's listening to this podcast. I know. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it either. I get it. I mean, it's a good <laughs> podcast, but like, it's kind of crazy that people are listening to us, Ash. Um, not you. I think people should listen to you. No, That's, stop that. Yeah, it's the opposite. It's really weird. the opposite. Just, I just babble. I you like say like meaningful things. Um, but anyways, so we did that, and then I had a board meeting for Humanity and Hope, and, and again, I want to pause because it, it, I would do it, I'd be doing this show in Injustice if I didn't talk for a second about what iHeart is doing for Humanity and Hope United. Uh, we've talked about it every week. 
Humanity Hope United right now is trying to raise $250,000 for the Grand Farm in um, La Carosa, Honduras. This farm will provide jobs for many, many people in one community. iHeart has gotten behind this vision and mission, and they've put on fundraisers week over week now to raise money for this. First week was me. I got to take an amazing person out on a shopping spree. We went shopping. We went to dinner. She came in here and did the podcast. It was awesome. We had a blast, and she was just incredible. She did it out of the goodness of her heart. She had a crazy story. She had just recently gotten divorced, wanted some self, I think she said it was uh, self-care mm-hmm. and her self-care was coming to Los Angeles and going shopping with me. That To me, that sounds stressful, but to her, <laughs> I hope it was a day full of fun. So thank you so much for your support. And now we but have there's a new one, but there's a new one. Yeah. Blake is being auctioned off for Jingle Ball, which is iHeart's I mean, one of iHeart's best uh, festivals, concerts uh, of the year. It's a huge deal. I mean, the lineup is absolutely massive. I we look have forward to it Shawn Mendes, Cardi B, Calvin Harris, Camila Cabello, Khalid, Norman. Norman. Normani. Normani. I'm going to get these wrong. This is always funny to everybody that listens. Dua Lipa, g Easy, Alicia Cara. Alessia. Alessia Cara. Bazi And BB Rexa. And BB Rexa likes you bachelor boys. Oh, I like remember her? I didn't, yeah, I remember. She didn't like me. She liked Peter. This Peter guy. Gosh dang it. Um, anyways, iHeart is putting on, you can uh, auction off, uh, they're auctioning off a date with Blake to Jingle Ball and a couple other Bachelor people. It's going to be a blast. Thank you, iHeart, once again. It's been massive. To this date, I think iHeart has raised close to, it's looking like $12,000 for the Grand Farm. That's massive. Whoa. Really, just, it's really, That's so really amazing. cool. Yeah. Yay. Thank you, iHeart. Thank you, iHeart. It means a lot to us. It's such a cool thing. It's like, duh, we should auction off dates with bachelor guys. Why yeah. don't we just auction every bachelor boy off? Well, we, we're really bad at dating. Dean was just in here. He has a podcast. <laughs> says it help us dating. Um, hey, so thank you, iHeart, but also thank you to the people that support this podcast. None of that would be happening if these people, these brands... Did not come in and say, hey, we believe in you. We like what you're doing. We want to support you. BioClarity, remember, our listeners will get their first month for 50% off a routine. Plus, shipping is free, and it comes with 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter our code. Famous. Bull and Branch. No risk means no reason not to try. Get $50 off your first set of sheets at bullandbranch.com. Promo code almost famous. Ashley's favorite, FrameBridge. Remember, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at FrameBridge.com when they use our code ALMOSTFAMOUS. That fit fun. Use coupon code ALMOSTFAMOUS for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Ashley, the holidays are coming up. You're heading out of here. We've got a lot to celebrate. Another year of Jared's celebrating 30th you. Birthday. Ooh, yeah, happy birthday, Jared. Yeah, we're going to Gillette Stadium for a charity event on the night of his birthday. And if Tom Brady is there and he gets to meet him, I there I, I his thirtieth birthday will be the pinnacle of his life. That's all I gotta say. He's got a wedding coming up, Ash. Ash <laughs> It still won't beat meeting Tom Brady. From everybody at Almost Famous. We love you, Mark. Thank you, Easton. We love you, Amy. Appreciate you. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Toodaloo. Later. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.